Hey guys, here's a cool announcement. We just got laser etched whiskey glasses. I don't know if you can see. Uh, with our logo inscribed on them. And you can buy them for 25 bucks. My, my friend has a laser etcher, laser engraver. He's got a laser machine and he can do this. And so we worked with him and he's like a mile down the road from me. And he's got this little shop where he sells a bunch of cool stuff. And now he sells our glasses. So if you want to uh, have a matching drinking glass, you can get one now. And in addition, we're going to give away four of them. But we can't really tell you how because it depends on the podcast. Like we have to kind of explain the thing that we're going to do for it to make any sense. So we're going to give them away and we'll tell you how you can be eligible to have one given to you at the end. <laughs> yeah. If you want to win a cool glass, wait till the end to find out. Yeah. All right. Okay. So moving on to the episode. Yeah. This one's a hard one to get into for me because it's kind of a feels like a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah. So well, <laughs> you go first. Okay. Uh, we were talking offline. Occasionally we talk uh, outside of the podcast, and even more occasionally we talk outside of the podcast face to face, which we did. And we had this conversation about how both of us, and actually our other brother Stephen was involved too, so really the three of us, were talking about how for a long time now, we've all had these plans, desires to uh, to do something really cool with our lives, have some idea that we care about or whatever. And we like to talk about that and make plans for that, and occasionally even put some time in to try to do those things. But if you kind of look back, you have to realize that I'm 36, I think, which means you're probably 32. That's correct. Yeah. And Steven is probably 30, our other brother. And uh, those things have not happened. He's been doing his job and I've been doing my job, and you've been doing your job, and that's been that. And so one might conclude that those things just aren't going to happen, and that those are just things that we talk about. And that's right. a sad thought. So we decided that it's time to pursue the main quest. We've been doing this podcast for a year and a half-ish or something, mm -hmm. yeah. right? And we've done some side quests, We've explored some interesting ideas. We've started to assemble our mental model for different aspects of our lives, like trying to solve certain problems of, you know, keeping up with a habit or building a new habit or getting your mentality right and so on and so forth. Like we've been working on all that. You know, I decided that I wanted to uh, pursue StarCraft II and see if I could get myself into Grandmaster League, like really push myself to the top in that area to see what I discovered, you know, try to learn about how do you perform at a really high level? What, how do you have a, what is the right mentality for that kind of thing? How do you learn and progress and, and be really competitive with against really hard players? But that was never 
I, I don't see myself in the future as, man, uh, I sure hope I'm a top-level StarCraft player. That was an experiment, in some ways, to learn things that I could use. And it's time to use them. So we're going to talk through a little bit about what I plan to do and then what you plan to do and then how we plan to do that. But the, the core idea here is that rather than do experiments, uh, I mean, we will continue to do that, but it's time to take all this stuff that we've talked about and tried to figure out and use it for a real thing. And specifically a, th a thing that we both really want to do and have not been able to do so far. So, so what's your thing? Well, okay, my thing. I guess I'll go first. Uh, so for the last five years or so, I've been at this full-time job. Uh, designing things, painting stuff, whatever. And I've, I have realized that if, if I was to walk away from that right now, I would have absolutely nothing. <laughs> Everything that I've done since day one, since I started there or, you know, sketches, drawings, paintings, designs, whatever. They all belong to the company that I work for. You know, that's how it works. So if I left that place, I'd have zero things to my name other than money. Right. Um, so in addition, I'm going to continue working there. But in my free time, I've been spending all of it on either freelance or educational stuff. So practicing skills, improving in that way, and then doing freelance stuff. So I make the money from the freelance, but as soon as I finish that project, it's gone. It doesn't belong to me. And, and that's that. So if I walked away from everything right now, I would literally have nothing to my name except for some educational material uh, and some money. And uh, I don't like that. Um, I think the goal has always been to to create my own art based on my own stuff. It's kind of like the holy grail of being an artist or a, just a creative person in general. You want to right. work on what you want to work on when you want to work on it and not have anyone else tell you how to do it. Yep. Um, so I have, I've attempted to do this before where I, and you'll have to make sure I <laughs> make sense, but I've wanted to paint my own paintings based on my own stuff before, but as soon as I start working on it, I get a freelance job come in and I can't say no to it because it's a lot of money or, or whatever. And so I just take it and I work on it. And I've been doing that for, for five years. So every time I've gotten started, I've then come to an abrupt halt because of something else going on. So I am now going to take a very long hiatus from freelance. Um, I'm not going to say I'll never do it again. And there's, it's not like under no circumstances would I ever do freelance, but I've already started telling clients that I'm not going to, to be working on freelance anymore. Um, so I can focus on this thing, which is doing my own art based on my own stuff. Uh, and, and the kicker is I have to find a way to make money with it. Um, right. The, the dream, right. The Holy grail of being an artist is not to get to do some paintings in your free time. It's 
to be a self-sustaining artist and not be exchanging your time for money doing you know work for somebody else right so to right to put it clearly you want to one day be free of a job and pursue your own art fully yeah i i don't you know, I don't know when that would be or how long it would take or, or whatever. But yeah, I think the dream is to be an independent artist where I'm working on whatever I want to work on and then also magically get paid for it. Um, so th- this is a big deal. If on a business side of it, I, I will be taking an enormous pay cut from my normal income to, to work on this. I will be saying no to clients that I've worked with for like seven years uh and when they don't have me they'll probably go in search of someone else and i might be losing them forever so this is a pretty big deal and then on the the other side of it the creative side of it uh developing my own concepts and putting them out there um is kind of a scary intimidating yeah. thing to do because when you're working freelance or for someone else you can always fall back and say oh it doesn't look good because of someone else's fault you know it wasn't me and that it's a very safe way to work but when you're generating your own stuff uh it's a little it's a bit scarier yeah so i'm i'm very afraid of this <laughs> but this is the thing that i've always wanted to do and always been trying to do and just have failed at every step. <laughs> well, you you said it's the holy grail for every artist or content creator or something. I, I think it's probably the holy grail for many, many people. Not everyone, yeah. but... Okay, so for yeah. me, same thing, really. I've done many projects. I've worked different jobs. I'm currently a software developer. And I do the same thing, which is I, I make stuff for a company and they sell it and they make money and I get paid, which is not a bad deal, but the the situation is the same at the end of it. You know, I don't have anything. I'm simply just doing work for somebody else so that they can pursue their ideas. Uh, and also the things that I work on are the things that those people care about or think that will make money or whatever they have their motivations, but it's not, not what I care about. I have ideas on things that I think the world needs. Um, some of them are directly born out of this podcast. You know, I can build software and I have it in my head that I would really love to build some software that I think would be really valuable for humans to help them with their memory or with their focus or with all the things that we've talked about. I, I think the world is lacking those tools. You know, I look at things like TikTok and you know the, the whole industry built around entertainment might be the mildest word for this stuff but there's so much research and development and effort that goes into these things that occupy your attention and in many cases abuse your attention and can wind up making you depressed and everything i i want to use some of those ideas for stuff that i think benefits people and could be really useful to a person anyway that's kind of my high level dreamy stuff but I, i've had this for forever i i I've, for at least a decade or more i've been working making money and then always there's just this little kind of conscience overhead voice saying what about the things you care about 
And so I'll go through these cycles of I'll start to work on this stuff. Like, okay, after work today, here I go. I'm going to, I'm going to build this thing. It's going to be great. And I'll you know, do this and that. And eventually it'll be this product and I'll put it out there and people will love it and buy it. And, you know, I can quit my job and focus on these things that are awesome and I care about and whatever. And this cycle goes work on that really hard. Stuff gets weird for a thousand different reasons. Crash and burn. Don't touch it for a long time. Feel really crappy. And then go back to the cycle over and over of these like bursts of time working on this stuff and all kinds of resolutions and plans that always fall by the wayside and then back to zero. That's been the cycle for so long. And I still have this optimism of talking about it and going, yeah, I'm going to do this. It's going to be so cool right. this time, this time. And then just inevitably, not this time. And if you really look back and reflect on, you know, I've, I've been doing this for a long time now. It, the current plan is a failure not going to get there this way so it, it has to be done differently it almost feels like you said it's scary it feels like there's this force field around the thing that you like you really need to do and every time i try to put time into it and really push it somewhere i either it's just it's uncomfortable and and i wind up not doing that or i just my my attention kind of slips into something that feels really important but actually isn't and i wind up doing all this nonsense that doesn't actually get me anywhere and you know i i don't know well, what the equivalent for me, is for it, you but something like yeah i over the last few years it's you know it if i finish a freelance project and i have nothing else lined up i'm oh awesome i'll spend it on educational stuff so yeah. one day i can be good enough to pursue the thing that i really care about right, right. <laughs> you know it's like it, it's like I have to get to this certain level in order to start. Um, and I think I've just come to the realization that I can spend many lifetimes just trying to get better, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean anything if you don't actually apply it to anything. So I yeah. also feel like there's going and learning something is a pretty concrete thing to do. You think, oh, I'll buy a book, I'll take a course, I'll learn all this stuff, and then I'll be good. And it feels like this, this, steady solid path whereas create something using an idea that's not fully fleshed out for an audience that i don't really know yet you know using techniques i don't really understand and sell it somewhere somehow i don't really know like that is an ugly idea or a, a messy hard to get into thing and so yeah you just inevitably kind of there's this gravity towards the concrete things even if they're not necessarily what you need to do yeah, exactly. Okay, so I've got ideas that I want to build. And you've got your own art that you want to bring life to and, and build out this art universe of your own and hopefully become self-sustaining on that eventually. But I, I don't know about you. I've tried this stuff before. It has not worked. And, I mean, it hasn't worked in the sense that I haven't been able to get to a point where i'm really pursuing this and putting time in it consistently and like actually getting this stuff built and delivered so what's the plan why why do either of us have any sense that this time will be any different than previous attempts well part of me thinks there is nothing different and in it a could couple be. months from now we're gonna 
either have this conversation again or we're going to have a different conversation explaining why we're not we're no longer pursuing these things because something you know much more important came along and we're going to have a great reason to do that it's fine but i i think we've learned a, a bit from talking about this kind of thing for a long time and I think the fact that we're we're planning to do it kind of together, the fact that, you know, the three of us sat down the other day, you know, with our other brother and talked about all of these things that we wanted to, to do and accomplish, we're all kind of looking at each other. It's probably a little bit competitive, but also we're just, we're now sort of accountable. Yeah. And I think just having that uh, will be a pretty powerful difference than, than what we had before, which was kind of doing these. Th- it's funny because the things that you really care about, you tend to keep secret. Uh, at least mm-hmm. I do. At, in a, in a way, or, or maybe I, I talk about it in a way that I don't know. I just, I want to protect it. So I don't want to talk about it too much. And I don't know. You, you keep it secret and you keep it locked away. So no one else can judge it. Or, or see you, um, and then just hope that one day you'll succeed at it, and then you'll show everyone. Uh, but I don't know. The fact that we were all talking about it and like putting everything on the table, like this is really, this is the concrete plan that I want to work on. Mm-hmm. I think that has a has a, a powerful impact to to how you actually go about doing something. So I'm I'm excited for that aspect, yeah. along with a lot of the other things that we talked about but why do you think it'll be different well so what because of what we've journeyed through in the past year and a half fish i genuinely feel like i've got some some real insights to what makes things work and what causes them to fail and we've talked through many of these things and there's some concepts that we haven't gotten to yet on the podcast but some of the fundamental things that i want to apply here are the ideas around focus and understanding the different types of focus and how you can have this very tight focus where you're really working hard on a very particular thing then you can have this dilated focus where you're trying to see the big picture and and you know you're kind of stepping back and trying to make these broader connections and, and understand that's a very important concept that I want to apply here. I kind of alluded to this, but one of the mistakes I would often make in the past is I'd start a project and I'd have this very tight focus, mostly motivated by this almost panicky feeling of, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. So I'm just really super working hard thinking that's, that's the right thing to do is just work as hard as you can. So I have this very tight focus and what would happen is I, that tight focus would fixate on something that maybe isn't that important uh, or isn't necessarily furthering the project. And I wind up just sinking tons of time into something that didn't really need to be worked on, or at least not in that way. And I wind up just kind of crashing and burning that way because I'm unable to have that high level focus and be able to see, oh, you know what? Actually, no, this isn't it. There, there's a better option here. We need to go that route or else this never gets done or something like that. So there's all of these ideas around focus that we've been talking through and I've been just practicing. We just That's the only word for it is just practicing these. And I, I want to apply that here 
kind of forcing myself to divide time into those areas of tight focus, dilated focus, and so on, to try and keep the project on track. Um, and, and along those lines, also a similar but opposite thing can happen where I'm kind of stuck in dilated mode, where I can't stop thinking about big ideas and how it's going to, I could go this direction or that direction. I could build this thing. I could build that thing and it'll be so amazing and it'll take over the world. And like, is this kind of dreamy, you know, far futurey look without getting into the, the nitty gritty work and thinking about how to actually do it. So focus is a big component. Um, honestly, one of the biggest things that we've only recently been talking about that I don't think I've heard from anywhere else. So we can't be the only ones to have talked about this, but I flatter ourselves to think that maybe, maybe this is our idea. Uh, but taking something, a, a thing you're going to do every day and putting time constraints on it in both directions. So putting a minimum time and then also putting a maximum time and saying, I'm going to do this thing for a minimum of, uh, in my case, my plan right now is a minimum of 30 minutes or 20 minutes, actually minimum of 20 minutes, maximum of two hours. And that's my window. And every day I can pursue my, my pursuits in that time window, but it can't, it can't be less than that. Uh, and it can't be more than that. And that is actually a, a concept that I've been applying. Just, I have fallen in love with that idea and I've been applying it to kind of everything that I can playing piano, actually playing StarCraft. Uh, I'm, I now play a minimum of one game a day and a maximum of five. And I'm doing extremely well like that. Uh, anyway, that that's one of the ideas that I want to want to be using here. But bigger picture than that, I'm, I'm working on a list of all the things that we've talked about and different ideas and concepts that we've identified. And I want to apply them here kind of use everything that we've covered in an effort to succeed at, at this and with this very important uh be very mindful of the fact that i failed every single time i've tried this <laughs> right well also it's very difficult to make these types of things a a real priority and because they don't make you money you know right off and I'm hoping to, to really plug all of these ideas into something concrete as soon yeah. as I can. I think I have some ideas uh, right off the bat. But I mean, um, do you have a concrete plan? Yeah, the plan is I'm. Oh, and this is another big one. Is I'm. I'll get to that in a minute. But yes, the, plan number one is to submit to this art. Um, this art book that they they publish annually. It's sort mm -hmm. of like this. Uh, it's called Spectrum Fantastic Live or Spectrum Fantastic, whatever. You should learn the name before you submit. <laughs> yeah, I should really learn the name. But uh, yeah, so you submit art to them every year. They've actually been on hiatus for a little bit, but they're supposedly coming back this October and opening up the, the call for entries again. And it might be their last book. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, but me and my friend are going to attempt to get into it, uh, you know, the goal is to submit art to it, new art that we have completed, personal art, not freelance stuff. So this is a challenge for, for both of us to complete personal art and submit it to this book. It would be really cool to get in. Um, I don't 
you know, I don't know about actually getting in, but submitting it is my goal. And that's a very concrete uh, yeah. action that I can take. And I'm doing it with someone uh, for the extra accountability. And I'm just going to learn a lot from him along the way. So I'm excited to do that. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's something concrete that I can commit myself to. And me having to do that um, creates original art that is mine. Um, so it falls perfectly in line with what I want to do. And it, it kind of forces me to hold myself to a, a quality level that I may not normally feel the pressure of if I was working by myself. So I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah. My thinking has been more along the lines of uh, not so much specific goals, although I, I have some things in mind for that and that's something I'll work on, but more around the day-to-day -day of, I mean, what ultimately what matters is me working on these things uh, in the best mindset I can at the optimal moment in my, you know, energy and focus arc throughout the day uh, and doing that consistently and being able to focus really hard on the right things without burning out or becoming fatigued so I, i'm really trying to just get things honed as much as possible to where that happens every day yes exactly and i've been very excited about this uh so we did the, the two-minute challenge thing, right? So you do something yep. for two minutes every day for the whole month, right? It was a month yep. long, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. That was last month. And then this month we're doing it again with, you know, a couple other people in the Discord. And my thing was to develop this my little art universe thing. So every day I've been getting up, getting my coffee, and for at least, I think I put the minimum at 10 minutes or something, which has been mm -hmm. super easy. For at least 10 minutes, I've been working on this thing. And it was funny because when I chose it at the beginning, I was kind of just frustrated with it because I had kept, I kept having to leave it to go do freelance. And I'm still in the middle of a freelance project that I'm trying to wrap up. But I was kind of burned out, not burned out. I was frustrated or, or stuck with this little art universe of mine that I want to build. But then we started doing this little, you know, 10 minute challenge, whatever, two minute challenge uh, in the morning. So I'm working on it every single day. And for like the first three days, I'm kind of just frustrated with it and not really feeling it, but I just keep on mm -hmm. keeping on. And before I knew it, like within a week, I am just so excited about it. Uh, it's just totally changed just by doing this thing every day. And, and this everyday momentum, even if it's just 10 minutes, has changed yeah, a lot for me. So I'm, I'm. When you say it needs to work day to day, this is exactly what I need to do: is work on it every morning um, and make it a priority. At least that's the plan for me right now: is to to keep that morning slot, which I've always treated as very yeah. sacred, and remember that that this belongs there. So that's yeah. a big one for me: is finding a way to actually work it into every day. Um, yeah, so I I am sold. I hate to even admit this, but I'm sold on the morning thing. Yeah, because um, you weren't doing this before, right? And then no. I kind of talked you into it. No. 
Wait, you no, didn't you talk. Disagree. You didn't talk me into it. You and others, some of the other people that were doing this too, just kind of uh, made me jealous into it. Perfect. Just really seemed like things were working for for everybody, and I'm just thinking, man, I would like to have that. So, and, and so that this is one of the hard things about this, or it was for me, is that. Uh, at first I would get up early and I would try to do something and I would think this sucks. I don't, I don't feel good right now. I just feel groggy and it's not great. And so, you, you know, I try it and then think this isn't for me, but it, after doing it consistently for a while where it's just this, this routine, there's no, there's no anything. You just, you wake up and the sun's in the same spot and the dog's ready to go and so we do our walk and i you know i got i grab my backpack with the laptop and the things like it's just all in the same place it, there's it's this incredibly comforting familiarity to it of just this routine and then i show up at the coffee shop and i get my same coffee and they know who i am and i go sit in the same spot in the window and i start on the thing right where i left off and it's what I did yesterday, and I know I'm going to do it tomorrow. Right. And that is, I. There's such a, a comfort and a rhythm there that just feels really, really good. Where, when you're doing that, and, it, and once it's kind of sustained for a little while, and you almost you almost have to develop this trust in yourself, of, yeah, I'm going to be here tomorrow doing the same thing, and I'm actually right. I'm going to be feeling good, and I'm going to be focused once you kind of know that that's going to happen uh it it really really changes things and it, it it did for me where there's that feeling of oh i gotta do this i gotta work as hard as i can i gotta you know this will never happen and this is my chance and if i don't right if i miss my shot then my life is gonna be whatever that goes away and you just know that every day you're doing this that's amazing it's so amazing so yeah it yeah, that's yes. that's my plan is to do that. Me too. It's just a I guess I'll just be doing it every morning. Um Yeah, the I don't know. See, I'm a little afraid of this. Um with any creative thing or or whatever. When you talk too much about something, mm -hmm. it can kill your your drive for it or it does something weird and i'm a i'm a little bit afraid of doing that uh you know by talking about this every week or you know even yeah. just frequently so i gotta find like the a good balance of keeping things back but also being very transparent about it because i also find a lot of benefit from being transparent of the process so are you worried about that at well, all or yeah no i am i mean what i'm doing isn't strictly artistic although you know there are design decisions well, to be made and yeah it's yeah it's plenty creative i, I don't just mean art and music I right mean, yeah the way i'm gonna i think kind of separate that out is i don't i mean i'm intentionally being a little bit vague about what it is i want to try to do i don't plan to do that forever but at least for now i don't want to really get into that because of that reason it feels like once you say it it like it's done you did it you said it out loud right. and so it, sometimes the the drive to do it disappears 
mostly what I want to focus on is the process itself. And that's really what I want to talk about. And ultimately, that's, I think, what everybody cares about is how do you do that? Not so much, mm -hmm. hey, what is it in particular that Mike and Dan are working on? I mean, we'll talk about that later, but uh, I want to focus on the process. One of the major concepts that we have found is that uh, when you when you make a checklist of the thing that you're going to try to do and you make it public to where you know that other people can see it, that oh, yeah. adds an extra level of, of your desire to do that thing. I don't think that's necessarily for everybody. Some people may not necessarily thrive with, with having it public. Maybe just doing it for yourself and seeing it yourself is enough. Uh, and I, that's not, I kind of get that. I, I would probably be okay with that, but at least for me, having it public and saying, Hey, here's, here's what I'm doing. And here's how I did today and tomorrow. That helps me a lot. So that's kind of something I want from this as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't want to build myself up too much and then add, you know, more pressure. I don't want to say, I'm going to do the most amazing thing ever, and it's going to be so epic. It's right. It's going to be incredible, because then I just set myself up to feel like a failure every single time. So, but I also want to be open about it. So, I think it, it would be cool to do some sort of checklist or Google Doc where we can all see you. If we're working on the thing, but not, yeah. you know, maybe not too many details or something. I don't know. I mean, I, what I'm thinking right now is a, exactly that. A Google Doc with whether or not you worked on the thing. Um, and then, you know, a, a time window. This is going to be bigger, a bigger time window than, you know, the two minute challenge type of thing. But similar concept of a minimum and a maximum of the amount of time you're going to work. And I don't know that we can capture this in the Google sheet, but part of the objective is to make that that time you spend to be as high of a quality time as you can manage. So yeah. obviously, if you're sitting down to work on your thing, you don't want to be seeing, you know, text message pop ups and checking right. the news and stuff like you're you're trying to. Yeah, I mean, I, I still work in 25-minute increments of, you know, the Pomodoro technique. So if I'm doing three Pomodoros, that's an hour and a half. You know, the maximum for me is going to be four. So I could spend four Pomodoro Pomodoros, but in the 25 minutes, it's very, very protected. And, uh, and then that five minutes is the, you know, dilated time where I get up and move and walk around and, and defocus and, like, let my mind kind of open back up again. Well, does that kind of lead us into the giveaway? Yeah, I think I think that's kind of the that's the setup. Which long story short is that we are going to try and apply everything that we have learned so far in the past year and a half uh and put that all towards doing something that's very important to us, you know, life's main quest. Uh we're apply it to that. And, and try and do it in a way that we have not done before. And fingers crossed. I don't, I'm going to say succeed at it, but I don't necessarily mean that everything is going to work. You know, I can, I can build the things that I want to build and put them out there and it might not be successful and, and that's fine. 
uh, you might build your art universe and it turns out that there's just not enough money there, whatever, to, you know, go full time, right? That's not really something in our control. Uh, but, you know, the, the success is doing that and, and putting real effort in consistently without this kind of crash and burn cycle that's happened in the past. So I think there should be a clear distinction where we've done challenges before as sort of yeah. experiments to learn, you know, how to do certain things or just learn about ourselves while doing them. This is not a challenge. This is a, uh, this is for real. This is, yeah. it's not a drill. This is the real life one that we're going to try to, to, to really work on. Um, yeah. But the other thing is, you you are talking about designing apps and, and building stuff. And I'm working on art paintings and stuff. But it's very exciting to hear you talk about building apps because it's the thing that you really want to do. And to me, the these paintings are the, the paintings that I really want to do. And uh, I want other people to also experience that. And I want to see what other people really want to do. Yeah. So... And we we're talking about career based type stuff but it doesn't have to be that it needs to be something that's really important to you so it could be you've uh been out of shape for a long time and have wanted to you know get in shape or get strong or be fast and whatever and that can be a pretty monumental task i mean that's a major lifestyle switch so that could be the main quest for you you know it's something that you really care about that is life-changing doesn't have to be career-based, although it certainly can. I think, I don't even think you have to describe it. Everyone kind of knows the thing that they really want to do. Everyone has that in the back of their head nagging at them. So you probably already know what you want to do. But, okay, so that's... Well, okay, (laughs) say what you're going to say. Just a small caveat. This is what we both feel like we're ready to attempt this based on you know the the past podcast experience if you're not that's fine you're not going to get a laser etched whiskey glass but well, for free but oh, right, right. you can still get one <laughs> yeah um fair point forgot we're supposed to be salesmen here um but it, it, okay if it's not the time that's totally fine and if you want to do a side quest for right now that's totally fine um i would say you know if not now win but at the same time it, you know m- maybe later is the right time i don't know you know just you want to be in the right headspace for it but we both feel like we are and so this is what we really want to want to get after and try to make a, a major you know life shift if possible uh but you know again the focus is on the process but that's what we're doing. And if you want to do it too, that's well, extremely exciting. Yes. So if you are interested in heading off on your own quest along with us, and you also want a free, or you, you want to win a free uh, overanalyzer's whiskey glass. Or, or you know, non-alcoholic beverage of your choice glass if you're a non-drinker, which is totally fine. Yeah, well, they also work for water. Or juices. Uh, all you have to do is post... Okay, let's make sure we get this right. All you have to do is post a comment, send an email, post a Discord comment, whatever, saying 
this is my official quest, and then tell us what your quest is. Basically, right. you just got to tell us what you want to do using yeah. the usual avenues. Yes. But, you know, somehow in all caps or something, make it, <laughs> make it official so we, we know that's what you mean. Yeah. And I, I think, okay, tell us what you want to do and tell us, tell us your plan to at least a, a, a small degree. You know, like we said, I'm going to work on this every morning at the coffee shop in that seat for between 20 minutes and two hours. You're going to be working on your thing every morning. You didn't actually tell us your, the amount of time you want to spend, but. Um. Right. And then on the 31st of this month, we will randomly select four people because we have four glasses because we now have 4,000 subscribers on YouTube. So. Yeah. And if only four people message us, then you all get a free whiskey class. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think so that's, that makes sense. Yeah, that's us. So, all right. Well, we can close it there. Remember, the, so those avenues are... Leave a YouTube comment. Again, make it very clear what that this is the thing. Um, you can also email us at theoveranalyzerspodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a message in Discord. I recommend the challenges channel. Although, again, this isn't really a challenge. This is, this is a real deal. No, you recommend the quest channel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I forgot we had that. Yeah, the quest. The quest log. Put it in there. Sure. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, but let us know. And, and this is what we, we really want to do for, I guess, however long it takes. Okay, so good luck. Think about it. You have a little while. We're not, we're not going to be drawing things until um, the first, you said? So The 31st? Or... Yeah, 31st. Okay, 31st. You have a little while to think about it. Okay. Good luck.